I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the history channel recently announced a new powerful one-hour documentary can't Turn Us Around, Alabama's Foot Soldiers, premiering Wednesday, February 22nd at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Hosted by community activist and grandson of a Tuskegee Airman, the documentary highlights brave Black American citizens who put everything on the line to fight for their rights across crucial battleground cities in Alabama. In celebration of Black History Month, today's guest will speak more in depth about this must-see documentary and its historical importance. Without further ado, today's guest is the host of Can't Turn Us Around, Alabama's Foot Soldiers, community activist and grandson of a Tuskegee Airman, Mr. Theo E.J. Wilson. I am Maggie B. Nowen, and this is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast with your host, Ramses Ja. All right, Mr. Wilson, welcome to the show. How you doing, man? How you doing, Ramses? Thank you for having me, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. You've been... Uh been busy man you've been working on some some stuff i'm excited about it so um before we get to that let's start at the beginning what we do on this show is we like to um introduce you to our listeners and no one can do that better than you so let's talk a bit about your background and sort Mm -hmm. of everything that led you to working on this film yes sir um i'm an activist and that kind of runs in my family Mm -hmm. my father knew Malcolm X on a personal level when he began the organization of Afro-American unity. My grandfather was a Tuskegee Airman, Theobald Wilson of the 99th Airborne. And uh, I kind of just grew up with activism in the milieu of the household that I came up in. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when I was 22, after I graduated from college, I survived a police brutality incident. 
And that kind of bewildered me, traumatized me, but gave me the desire to find a way to reach the world in the best way was through my voice, began slam poetry and slam poetry led back into some activism that I had kind of let go of when I was a teenager. And that was just in time for the Black Lives Matter movement and our barbershop talks began to spin off into a lot of other necessary activist work here in Denver, Colorado, including some online stuff, which led to a TED talk, which led to the TV. And that's the fastest I can break that down. So you, if you want more details, we'll just go into those. Oh, well, listen, we're going to get them details because All right, no. I want to tell you something. Yeah. Um, uh, a long time ago, this might've been maybe five years ago. Um, I came across the TED talk that you mentioned. And yes, of course, sir. I watched, I rewatched it again. It might have been yesterday because I knew we would be talking today. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that that is very important. I don't want to to go in too much into detail because I would love to, for you to share a little bit about that with the listeners. But um, I recognize that uh, from what you did. So I, I host a, a radio show myself where I deal with, um, you know, social justice issues. Right. Yes, sir. And I recognize that. I myself could very much end up in my own little online echo chamber, A, Mm -hmm. and B, I need to know what the opposition was um, Mm -hmm. saying, right? And my show started in the past two years, but I got the Mm -hmm. framework about five years ago from that one TED Talk. So you've had an impact on my life and the the framework of my show because I had to subscribe to some pretty wild stuff Mm -hmm. in order to make sure that I was getting... I, I knew what what they were talking about. Now, I don't want to go into too much detail because I want sure. you to explain your TED talk in brief for the uh, listeners. Um, and and of course, let's point them to the TED talk uh, itself so that they can um, get a little bit more about it. So please, what was the TED talk about? Oh, so much fun. Listen, that TED talk is called A Black Man Goes Undercover in the Alt-Right. I was, if we rewind in 2015, really taken to the streets with the Black Lives Matter protests. And I realized that I could probably have more impact if I began to make content that went online. I went viral with the video uh, when I kind of did the Cliff Notes version of Tana Hasey Coates' The Case for Reparations. From that, my platform grew and I began to get trolled by white supremacists who were saying all manner of evil to me. Mm-hmm. And I began to realize that they were getting different facts. I didn't understand echo chambers. Nobody was talking about echo chambers in 2015. Uh, people thought that we were seeing the world online as it really was. And so I created a fake profile because I found out that there were white supremacists creating fake profiles on black Twitter. So I was like, well, two can play that game. Mm. So in doing that, I was like, okay, so they're getting information that is completely different than what I'm getting. And there is a spectrum of radicalization here. There's a spectrum, right? Mm. There's, Basically, you can boil it down to two kind of actors at the alt-right, in the alt-right movement at that time. Mm -hmm. One was the completely radicalized, vitriolic, hateful person. The person who was beyond redemption, who might commit a hate crime one day, ain't no making friends with that kind of person. Sure. But then there was the average guy, perhaps a white guy in the middle of the country, who was like, listen, man, make it make sense. The president is black. I would love to wake up LeBron, LeBron James's bank account. And I see all of this violent stuff on the news with gang members explain to me this Black Lives Matter thing. That person is open to a conversation. Mm-hmm. And if you talk to anybody who has been brought out of white supremacist hate groups, 
that will say that the most powerful tool is relational de-radicalization, right? Okay. And so coming from Malcolm X's camp school of thought, that was a that was a hard bridge for me to cross. But I realized that um, you can do a lot more when it comes to actually conversation than you can do with violence at a certain place in the radicalization spectrum. And so I'm not a violent guy. And I figured that if there's a conversation to be had, me as somebody from the left needs to at least have that door open. I might be missing something. Absolutely. And and uh, again, I appreciate that that framework. I think having that knowledge, that baseline knowledge of how to set up uh, a program where you're dealing with those issues and, and approaching them and dealing with algorithms and dealing with yeah. opposition and people that really are hateful and other people still who are potentially open to having a conversation and recognizing their fears and, mm -hmm. you know, what it is that they're concerned about. That obviously has um, had an impact on not just me, I'm sure many other people. So your work, uh, your reputation precedes you and your work uh -huh. obviously has, has been very much impactful. Um, and, and today we're talking about, um, the, this this film can't turn us around Alabama's foot soldiers. So one of the things that um, you mentioned, uh, and one of the things that I definitely want to touch on is your uh, grandfather, the Tuskegee Airmen. So tell us a bit about um, his story. Yeah, grandpa is a uh, he was a Jamaican immigrant. Mm -hmm. He was born in America. Both of his parents were Jamaican origin. And he was good with his hands. And he came up during the Great Depression. He was born 100 years ago in 1923 and there were a lot there were not a lot of options open to him he graduated high school and he just heard about a program where he might be able to work with airplanes that's all he understood it as but it would involve him going to tuskegee alabama mm -hmm. and he became a tuskegee airman almost by happenstance when i read his writings it was like he was more prone to engineering so there's the pilots we get all the glory, but a part of the Tuskegee Airmen program was the guys on the ground making things work, mechanics, repairmen, even folks who sewed parachutes for the people who were actually going up on the missions. His parachutes saved about 22 lives. They were all deployed successfully. And then they also saw ground combat in Germany, which he actually participated in, um, really bullet to bullet fighting against the Nazis. So, mm -hmm. you know, they use those brothers for everything. And it just it just was what it was. And I'll just end this portion with saying that he was astounded where he had the experience where he saw German POWs treated better than he was. Mm -hmm. He remembered that to his dying day. And he wrote about that, how that affected him, how he had done all this stuff for the country. And yet the Nazis who were captured and who he got a chance to see were being treated better than he was as he sacrificed for the country. That's crazy. You know, um, I, uh, I can't imagine the amount that we could learn, um, from his story. There's, there's so much there that lived experience, um, the, and, and really the, the journey that helped shape the path that we're on today or help kind of define the direction that we're walking in. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, we're doing a little something here with this film. So for our listeners in brief, tell us a bit about, uh, can't turn us around Alabama's foot soldiers and why you believe it's important for people to watch it. Got you. So can't turn us around. It was a project begun, I believe, nine years ago by our director, uh, Andrew Canizario. Mm -hmm. And he began to really start putting together 
the story of the quote little people who did the big things, the folks who don't have the big names, but had the big impact. Mm -hmm. And he uh, put that together, but the project got put on the back burner. After my other History Channel show, I Was There, came out, uh, for some reason, we ended up crossing paths. And he said, let's really go down there and make this a complete project. And just me being a community activist, um, I guess, lent itself to it because I got a certain sensitivity to the information. And it's a beautiful documentary. It's impactful. And when we were on the ground in Alabama, I'll say we ran into some of the original foot soldiers many of whom were in their 90s at this point in time, right at the foot of the Edmund Pettus Bridge, right there talking to folks, anybody who want who would listen about the nuances of the civil rights movement that didn't make it into the history books. And this documentary is there to correct the record. Mm. And I'm, I'm assuming that that was more or less the inspiration uh, for making the film in the first place, right? Correct. I think that when you look at the people who really put their necks out there, um, Andrew was sensitive to that and he really wanted the story told the right way. And, uh, he brought me in to help complete that. And it was really a great thing. I think you guys are going to love it. And it's honest. It's, this is not a McDonald's version of civil rights. This is gritty and it's truthful. And I like that. Okay. So how about this? There are people, as you know, um, mm -hmm. who say, Hey, listen, man, why do we keep looking back? Why aren't we looking forward? Um, you know, these people, um, they're, mm -hmm. they're not my favorite people, but they exist, right? Mm -hmm. We want them to become educated too. But um, for those people who we want them to make time for something like this, if they were to ask, why is this film relevant in 2023? What would you say to them? I would say knowing history prevents you from being the bad guy as history is written today. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that America is the land of forgetting. Like even European immigrants that came over here were beaten out of speaking their native European language, whether it be German or Gaelic, if they were Irish, Italian or Polish, let alone our journey to the Americas and what we were forced to give up. America hates history. I can't say, at least culturally speaking. Mm -hmm. And that's because our history does not square with the hero story that we tell ourselves. Mm -hmm. But it can. Here's the most important thing, and I'm going to refer to my grandfather's version of patriotism okay. to answer this question completely. Grandpa was a patriot. He had seen everything that could make somebody hate this country, and he loved this country in any way, but he loved this country in a way that incorporated its dark side, incorporated its shadows, incorporated all the things that was wrong with it, and says, if we look at this all of these things that America got wrong will give us the nuggets of, of light to get it right this next time. Mm. But if we're too afraid to look at that, it's like loving a person. If you can't love a person, all of their flaws, all of their dark side, all of the things that are wrong with that person, do you really truly love that person? Well, if you can't really look at the dark side of America, do you really love America, right? Mm. And the promise that America has for us, my grandfather did. But in order to do that, you got to look at the rough stuff and you got to be able to say America is both 1619 and 1776. It is both freedom fighter and freedom taker. It is both colonizer and revolutionary. It is both of these things. Mm. Like we are all of these things. And that completes the picture of America. 
but you got to incorporate the dark colors and the light. And that's patriotism. And that's why you should watch films like this. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot B-I-N. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous (laughs) of your generation that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are here today with the host of Can't Turn Us Around, Alabama's Foot Soldiers. Community activist and grandson of a Tuskegee Airman, Mr. Theo E.J. Wilson. Now, I'm I'm assuming that you probably have some strong opinions on (laughs) this recent round of attacks on what has become known as critical race theory, when in fact (laughs) it is American history. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to get your thoughts on, in particular, the attacks in uh, the recent attacks in Florida on uh, teaching our children the full 
story of American history. And then now I believe it's either Missouri or Mississippi where they're kind of launching a, a new separate campaign. And in fact, offering teachers a bonus. So they do have money. Go figure. A bonus to teach patriotism. Hmm. So um, what are your thoughts on these uh, this pushback against teaching uh, American history? Oh, Florida, Florida, Florida. You know, I went to Florida A&M University in Tallahassee, six blocks away from where Ron DeSantis has his desk. And I'm going to tell you something. Number one, on the ground in Florida, they're fighting back. But number two, it's sad. It is sad. Because one thing I ask the people who are upset about, quote unquote, critical race theory, which is actually just decolonized American history, is if you never personally whipped enslaved or like brutalized anybody, why are you taking the stories of those who did so personally? Mm. Why are you taking it so personally? If you never enslaved anybody, if you never committed genocide, why do those stories of those who did affect you so, so, so personally? America forgot about the, um, the daughters of the American Confederacy. These women were literally the daughters of the Confederate soldiers who created historical movement to rewrite the South in a favorable light as early as the 1870s. They're the only people who lost a war, but won the narrative. And the daughters of the American Confederacy have been skewing our view of not only the Civil War, but of all of American history since the inception of public school. So what we're doing, if they understood that, if you understood that you're not fighting indoctrination, you're defending your own is to say this history, the decolonized rougher narrative of America is giving you an opportunity like none other you've ever been offered. And that is to see yourself accurately and to make new choices. I say to the folks who are fighting against supposed critical race theory, is the answer to feeling guilty about those who suppress Black voices in the past to suppress them again today? Mm. Is that the answer? Because if you don't understand who the bad guys of history were, you could likely become the bad guys of history tomorrow. Do not be somebody who your descendants feel ashamed about and want to distance themselves from. We are offering you a rocky story, man. We're offering you a story to get it right. Yeah. You, and that's what I think is most powerful. And if they do not see that, they will once again be the Bull Connors. They will once again, you know, be the George Wallaces. They will once again be all of the people who threw rocks at Dr. King, not realizing that they're doing it to the ones of this generation. That's heavy. So, um, I appreciate you sharing that because obviously that's something that we talk about here on the Black Information Network quite mm -hmm. a bit. Um, we're uh, defenders of mm -hmm. teaching the right story uh, right. and um, making sure that our people are educated and, all, and indeed all people are educated. And, you know, to your point, there's there's something that I, I came across recently, and that's that um, it's the realization, if you will, that... Um, Slavery benefited more than just the slaveholders because it was a slave economy. The economy allowed other people who themselves didn't own slaves to get jobs, to own land, to pass on land, this sort of thing. And then when you couple that with, you know, the redlining efforts in the early 1900s and 
you know, uh, uh, well, let's go back. Black codes, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, land theft um, mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, Jim Crow and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. And then fast forward to redlining. And then, you know, again, in 2008, during the financial crisis, when we saw the biggest um, subtraction mm-hmm. of black wealth in modern uh, history. That's right. Um, you realize that there are some connections to um, s- slavery and there are some uh, beneficiaries of slavery, even those who did not themselves um, uh, participate in slavery, whose family, whose ancestors did not own slaves. And so um, I applaud you, sir. I applaud your response and I appreciate that. Now, with that in mind, um, this film, mm-hmm. we're taking a particular look at um Alabama's foot soldiers. Yeah. So uh, let's ask it like this. What do you hope that viewers will take away from the film? Uh, and maybe a second part would be um, why, why, why are we highlighting Alabama? I think that I want them to take away how darn relevant it is today. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be. The, this film should not be this relevant. It shouldn't be. And I want them to take courage and take heart that at least the Alabama foot soldiers laid down a blueprint for you. They did it with no blueprint, no blueprint whatsoever. When you realize what violence and acceptable brutality they were up against back in those days, you realize the heart it took not to hit back. And this is somebody I'm, I'm, I'm just going to get personal right now. I'm mm-hmm. a trained fighter, man. I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I've adjusted my body to combat. Right. Mm-hmm. But here's one of the things I had to acknowledge about the power of nonviolence, nonviolence, nonviolence shows you who the bad guy is nonviolence by not hitting back. You have established a moral high ground. And I'm talking about, I would feel more comfortable going into a position that they went in knowing that I could hit back rather than knowing that I couldn't. That takes guts, man. Mm. Like as somebody who can do this, it takes guts. And I I applaud my elders and I applaud the allies. Uh, I, I hope that people of European descent see the white allies who took sides because their lives were under threat too. You know, one of the key enforcers of white supremacy was that there was a covert message in there telling white folks, don't you grow no conscience now. Don't you get to siding with them. Don't be an in lover. Don't do none of that because what we'll do is show up at your door and you'll get the same fate as they do. And they did. Mm -hmm. And so I hope they see that no matter what it looks like now, They ain't facing what they was facing back then. And if there are similarities in the battles, take some of these tactics, take some of this courage and keep on fighting because darn it, they would if they were facing the opposition that we face today. Hmm. Well, um, obviously you paint a very vivid picture um, and we're really excited about the the film's premiere. Um, So uh, before we let you go, um, not only sh- sh- uh, do I want to ask you to you know, plug the film, but I also want you to plug that TED Talk yeah. and your social media and and how folks can support you, you know, personally, anything else that you got going. Let's make sure that folks can tap in. All right. Cool. Thank you very much. Uh, the film is Can't Turn Us Around. Um, 
it's i believe premiering next wednesday 7 p.m eastern mm-hmm. uh I, I i honestly got to give a shout out to history channel because i've seen them and i've been watching history channel for 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 over a decade man and they're taking they're taking a stand to tell it like it is like some somebody up there understands the moral responsibility if i look at the documentaries that they used to make about presidents mm-hmm. versus the ones they aired last year there's a lot more honesty and accuracy in those there's a lot more incorporation there's a lot more humanization of the black perspective and there's a lot more effort to be real about decolonizing the narrative i and and this is something I'm, I'm i'm not i'm just saying this because i've been watching for so long so i gotta give them props and this is a part of that first and foremost next um i am theo e j wilson on instagram it's all one word no dots no underscores theo e j wilson and um yeah it's uh this is going to be a powerful one because this is going to be something that is sadly all too relevant which means it actually takes more courage today to air something like this than it would have even two or three years ago mm. okay um and then uh just because i want people oh yeah yeah the black man undercover oh oh, yeah yeah okay so it's um a black man goes undercover in the alt-right and i think a good follow-up to that is another one i did called requiem for alonzo okay there's another one called requiem for alonzo that i did with tedx mile high back in 2020 talking about my friend who i lost to police brutality which is i think a lot more current we did that during George, george floyd summer Okay. So those two, a black man goes undercover in the all right and requiem for Alonzo. Excellent. Okay. Well, I appreciate you sharing all that. Um, I know that uh, our, our our listeners are going to tap in, but um, uh, I, I definitely am excited to um, to check out this this film. So again, I'd like to thank you very much for coming on and sharing your insight today, and of course your commitment to uh, educating our people and all people. Uh, once sure. again, today's guest is the host of Can't Turn Us Around, Alabama's Foot Soldiers, uh, also a community activist and, of course, the grandson of the Tuskegee Airmen extraordinaire, uh, Theo E.J. Wilson. Thank you again, sir. Thank you, Ramses. Appreciate it. I'm Maggie B. Nowen, and today I'll leave you with this. Can't Turn Us Around, Alabama's Foot Soldiers premieres Wednesday, February 22nd at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the History Channel and streams the next day on the History Channel app. In honor of Juneteenth, an extended version of the documentary will be available to stream beginning Friday, June 16th on the History Vault, the network subscription video service. Can't Turn Us Around, Alabama's Foot Soldiers is produced for the History Channel and History Vault. For more information, please visit history.com forward slash specials. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. If you have any thoughts you'd like to share, use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. We'd love to hear from you. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. Find your daily podcast host at Ramses Shaw on all social media. We look forward to your joining us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective right here on the Black Information Network daily podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you 
and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 